Hi friends, welcome or welcome back to Mental Unstable, my safe little place on the internet where I'm able to be authentically me. Guess who's back with another advice episode for all of you. You guys seemed to like the advice episode I recorded with Melina from the podcast Life's an Adventure. If you have not listened yet, this is my 10th episode or 11th I guess and is one of my personal favorites to this day. I had a blast recording with Melina so make sure to, to check it out and for those of you who liked it thank you so 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 much for all the support. I asked in my stories at Mental Unstable Pod if you don't follow yet if you guys wanted solo or guest advice episode themed or general and if anyone had anything to ask me at all some of you really had and your order is my command and it's time to deliver more advice and counseling upon you fellow listeners before we properly start today's episode let's cover our usual segments starting with the highlights of the week the highlight is actually that i got my second dose of the covid vaccine so right now i'm fully vaccinated my arm is sore and i'm still dealing with the consequences of my anticipation anxiety insomnia due to the vaccine the stress about the vaccine but now i'm vaccinated so great my low light is not something specific it's just stress i'm studying spanish a lot and my test my spanish test to get into university is getting closer and closer every single day and it drains my energy a bit but i should be fine and now for my song of the week we had stray kids my newest addiction so they released a new album for their 2021 comeback it's called no easy and is everything to me the song is the title track of the album tender tenderest Tund I don't know how to speak it, but yes, thunderous. I swear to God, the minute the song starts and chanting starts, I was sold. It's such an incredible song and starts with a rap verse. Please, please, please listen to it. It's great. And with this out of the way, let's dive into the questions you had for me and make sure to stay tuned into the podcast Instagram because at any moment I can ask questions again and you can participate. I got really great questions this time around and I was so happy with you guys participating on the episode so thank you so much for that. I picked a few questions so let's go. The first question I got was actually two questions from one person so a lot to cover it was about time management and also how to deal with friends who don't make time for you starting with time management okay time management i'm the type of person that when i really need it i can manage the hell out of my time the thing is to come to this point i already procrastinated 
a lot. The thing that helps me the most is to choose one day and pile everything possible on it and get out of the way as soon as possible. Let's say that you have an important deadline in let's say two days, but you still have the rest of your life going on so you can just stop one day to do everything and the thing I do is take a notebook, notebook and divide my day in hours and half hours. I try to understand when I'm the most productive because the idea is to work smart and not hard. If I try to do anything between like 1 and 3 p.m., I'll take double, maybe triple the time I would spend some other time. So it is important to know how your body and your mind works best and work around it. For me particularly, it is early in the morning, like 4 a.m. I set an alarm to 4 to do what I'm supposed to do until, I don't know, 6 or 7 in the morning. Then I go back to sleep again And I really start the heavy work again at nine. Okay, this time, this way, I pick a notebook and write down the time in 30 minutes slots. 4 to 430, 430 to 5, 5 to 5:30, and going. Then I write down everything I need to do. Can be a job, I'm freelancing on an essay, homework, Spanish class anything really. I work around everything I need to do and I also set the 30 minute break. I don't spend more than one and a half hours working. I need a break. So we there are usually three things and a break. Three things and a break. I try not spend more than 30 minutes in a single task. So I create an order that Even if I need to spend like two hours, three hours in some type of task or activity, I, it won't be like front to back. And that's how I do it. It's usually on weekends or weekdays that I'm not at school for some type of reason. And it works wonders for me. Since it's only 30 minutes in each task, it doesn't get boring. And I really focus on what I'm doing because really soon I'll stop focusing to start another thing. So this is actually my time management tip. And it's perfect for those who need to cram it up and do miracles with their time. For some long-term stuff, I'm really not the person to give advice on. But for For the people who do things last minute, I hope someone finds my technique somewhat helpful in any kind of way. The second part of the question is also about time, but in a different way. This person, and thanks so much for submitting a question, asked how to deal with friends who don't make time for you. You guys really decided on asking challenging questions for me? that I don't know the answer, so I don't know, is a subject that really depends a lot on your relationship, your friend, how your friend is and how you work as a person and as a friend. I'm going to talk about myself personally. I hate to know that I'm bothering someone. I keep in my mind that I shouldn't be expecting someone to be constantly making time for me because This isn't their obligation 
and things like that. So I don't expect them to reach out to me. And I don't reach out to them because I'm convinced that I'll bother them. When it comes to this, I think that me and you, we need to be more practical, but also understanding. If this person isn't make timing, making time for anyone, if they are studying something important or focusing on their s themselves, you should, you should understand and just take your time and wait. If it is just and only you, And it's like you show effort on your part and the person don't make the minimum effort on their side to make time for you. Like it's one-sided. You should just cut off this person of your life because it's not worth the stress and the energy that you're putting into this relationship if it isn't reciprocated, you know. I had a friendship like that that broke off like four years ago but I didn't have any type of closure because the friendship was for a long time one-sided by me and the friendship breakup was one-sided by her. I still talk about it in therapy because I made the mistake of creating the expectation that she was going to magically make time for me but no my advice is to talk to the friend in question communication is one of the most important foundations on any type of relationship situationship everything really say how important it is to have he or she in your life and you have been realizing x y and z And you wanted to talk about it because losing this friendship isn't in your plans, but feeling, but this feeling is bothering you, and you feel that then that them isn't make making the time for you when you need the most. You don't feel like you have them 100% on your side to support you. So and see what it is the outcome of the talking and judge what to do next if it's the case cut it off i really don't know if i did a great job or gave a ridiculous advice next one is how to not feel guilty about not doing anything during vacation okay hard i myself when i don't do anything i feel guilty for not doing things more productive or fun with my life But if I actually do stuff, I don't get rest. And at the end of my vacation, I actually need another vacation because I didn't relax at all. So I would suggest not being so hard on yourself. At the end of the day, you start your school, university, job or whatever you do with your life. So much better and well-rested and happy. I know that in the time the this feeling and the sensation isn't great. It's like you're wasting your, your time and your life, but in the long run it will be worth it. But to be fully honest, in my mind vacation is really the time to not do anything. Sleep all day long to make up for all the all nighters and the lack of sleep during all the months prior. And you're not alone, me too. 
am in the team of not doing anything yes not do not feel guilty but if you really do try to come up with things that you want to do so when you accomplish that you don't feel like this guilty the next one is such a difficult difficult one someone asked me how should i deal with gaslighting being totally honest right now for a long time i didn't even know that gaslighting was a thing obviously i know it happened but i didn't know it had a name to it and that it was such a big thing for me gaslighting is one of the worst types of manipulation because the person doing it makes you doubt everything doubt you doubt if you are right and doubt the reality since when you're gaslighting it you often second guess yourself your memories your ability to read into a situation everything you really shouldn't confront the person directly because that person will turn everything around and make you think that you're crazy and something is wrong with you and not with them so Detecting the situation is a beginning and is a really good beginning, but don't act it up right away. I will try to find a second or even a third opinion. My advice is try to reconnect with your instincts, your intuition. We often fail them. I often don't follow my first instinct and keep doubting myself, but the instinct the intuition is still there it's not like follow your heart type of thing it's just if your first thought was to do something and you didn't do it and you got overwhelmed with thoughts and possible scenarios and the what ifs you should really stop and go with your first instinct. It's better to regret something you've done than regret, regret not doing anything. So reconnect with you in that sense. In this way, you start to get confidence and more trust in yourself when occurs to you again. You will be able to not fall for it and really remain confident in your version of the events and your reality once you're aligned with your confidence and with your intuition i think you will be able to deal better with gaslighting so yes now in a lighter mood someone asked me what books should i be reading this person doesn't read much and apparently has the interest in starting it and asking what she or him should be reading this is a hard question maybe to introduce or reintroduce yourself into the reading world you really need the right book when i spend like a lot of time without reading for me to come back to it i need the the right kind of book i have the type of book the type of plot style of writing specific writers that will make me excited to read a book you know like the books that you you pick up to read and you read everything in like one 
two, three days. It's like this type of book. The thing is that I already know the kind that helps me leave my reading slump. If you actually don't have that, my advice is to really experience. Pick up books on different styles and discover in which style you are most, com most comfortable reading. Like, there's no right or wrong or what kind of books you should or shouldn't be reading. This is very personal and not, not something someone should tell you to do. It's something you really need to find out by yourself. So just try what feels best for you. This one should be interesting. The, the question is, and yet it's actually the last question, how to deal with getting ghosted. Interesting because I'm usually the one that ghosts people. It's rarely on purpose. I'm just a bad, te bad texter. You just do. Like, depends on the level, actually. Like, if you send something that it's hard to answer or come back to, maybe you kill the vibe and there's nothing that can be said to recover the subject or any type of subject, really. It's hard to answer, so the people may not answer it. There's the possibility that you responded or interacted with the person on Snapchat or stories. Maybe you just send an emoji or a compliment or nothing substantial to worth a, a message, a reply. Or maybe the person really ghosted you for three weeks. There are levels, you, get, you know it. I have a friend that is impossible to talk to her through her phone. I was checking recently because I texted her. I sent her a text on Christmas 2020 and she didn't respond to me yet. And it's almost Christmas again. But I don't read too much into it because I know her. I know that if I call her, she will pick up right away or as soon as possible so it really depends on the type of ghosting and the person doing it i can help a lot with this i will just keep going don't hold a grudge don't be petty about it and yes in the end of the day the person is the one losing an opportunity to have a great interaction so yes i think it is a great moment to wrap up this episode so make sure to tune in next week for a brand new episode every Sunday on all streams platforms. Follow our social media at Mental Unstable Pod on Instagram. I'm posting reels now. Follow the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and leave a review there too. And turn on the no notifications so you will be notified when I post a new episode. Hope you're safe, hydrated, and mentally stable. Till next time, I'm Laura, your host, and this is Mental Unstable. Bye-bye!